What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast with your guy, the one and only comedian Mike Goodwin, the bow tie comedian. As a train goes by, gotta love live recording. So, like that train is back on the road. That's how I start every episode of this podcast. This on the road again segment for me, I, I, I there is a, I don't know if I had a conversation with someone, but there is a component of what happens on the road. That could be its own 30 minute podcast, especially this past week. So this week I had two events. I was in St. Pete, Florida, which is outside of Tampa, about 40, 40 minutes outside of Tampa. And then I was in Houston, Texas on Saturday. So let's walk through these two events because I realized something that I it's it's been in my brain, but it wasn't crystallized until this particular week of travel. Now, this week has been interesting because it hasn't been comedy. Like most times in in my travels, there may be a keynote, there may be uh, a, a presentation, but there's typically some a comedy set. Like I'm doing a keynote on Wednesday, I'm doing a comedy set on Friday, and I may have a keynote on Saturday. Well, that didn't happen this week. This week, I, I basically, I taught this course that I created called the special sauce. And it's basically teaching speakers how to infuse humor into their presentation. So I did a keynote this week, but it, it wasn't my standard leadership and laughter keynote. It was a keynote that I've, I've taught before, but I typically I've not done it in, in for a group of speakers specifically. So I did that. So I was a different, it's a different rhythm. I did comedy, but it was very, I did comedy in the beginning. And, and anytime I do this presentation, I'll do the comedy in the beginning to give you a practical example or practical examples of the techniques that I'm going to be talking about in the keynote. So I, it's kind of a practicum. I start off with a masterclass of about five minutes of material content. But then as I'm talking and teaching the material, I refer back to the moments in the stand-up set in which the technique, the technique that I utilized, that's a, a very important part of the teaching, I think. So that was that was that was Wednesday. So that was a Wednesday. I had uh I had the sound check at 1030. My presentation was in eleven at eleven. So I I flew in the night before. Tuesday night. I think I left Columbia around two o'clock. On Tuesday, two o'clock, I fly Delta, preferably as my my airline of choice so that's the connection in atlanta so your atlanta 
then from Atlanta to St. Pete or to Tampa. That's where I flew into Tampa. Now, we're talking about the travel tax or the stress tax. That's what I'm I'm realizing or I've I've known, but it's not really hit me how much traveling as it relates to my job is stressful. It's not just a component of it. It's very stressful. And I I thought about this because when I worked at Heathwood, I was not, my commute to work wasn't stressful. It may have been stressful if I, so where I live, the, the interstate, if you get on it after 720 or 715, you're toast. You might as well wait until 740 or maybe even 8 o'clock for the traffic. To, or just be under under the awareness that hey, I, it's gonna be more traffic than I would prefer. But it's not big city traffic. We're not, we're not talking about Houston traffic or Atlanta traffic. But that little space of time, if I get on the interstate when I was working at Heathwood, if I would have got on the interstate at seven eighteen, it's pretty much smooth sailing. It's, it's not a lot of issues. Twenty minutes on average was the the amount of time that it would take to get from my house to my job and park if i if i made it onto the interstate before 7:15 if i'm after 7:15 you want to make that 35 minutes 40 minutes you can double the time if you don't leave out of particular and i had it down to a science so <laughs> I had a conversation with a friend of mine about my souls. Like I can use so if I'm using it in a conversation. The issue with when I don't want to use so, it's when I'm starting a new thought. And I'm I'm talking and I'm like, so blah 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 blah. So, but if I'm explaining something and I say so. When I made it to work on time, there was no issue. In in evaluating this, stress, <laughs> the stressful, in most cases, driving to work, I think people have made the commute pretty peaceful and educational. I know a lot of people that use podcasts and audio books. They may listen to their favorite music. And they enjoy the commute. I mean, I, I think part of the jobs I had, I'm never, I never not wanted to go to work. I had jobs in which I was excited about, or if not excited, I was content. I didn't, I can't think of too many jobs where it was a weight on me to go into work. Now, now my Heathwood became that later as when I was transitioning out and and, and looking at doing stand-up full-time. And this weekend, or, or this 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 week's travel, helped me understand that, that how, like, stressful it, it was. So let me, let me explain. It was not stressful coming in on Tuesday night for the event that I had to do that next morning. And, and that was a good, that's a good rule of 
thumb, how I travel most of the time. And especially if I'm doing stand up, if I'm doing stand up at a place, you can you can think if it's a if it's a a stand up show. On most nights, it's going to be in the evening. And and typically I'm, I'm using seven o'clock as the as the standard time. Now, there's time sometimes that folks will do a five o'clock show, a six o'clock show, but seven o'clock. So I, I look at my travel what is the best time or what's the best day to get to a place, do my, my show and then be able to get back home. So I, I want to, I want to spend minimum time away from home. And so I'm, I'm off, often evaluating that. And there are cases where on average, if I have a show on Saturday night and in, in whatever part of the country, it could be in California, I could have a seven o'clock show in california leaving columbia at 5 a.m 5 30 would often give me enough time to make it to a place get settled in have a nap and then make it to the event do the event get back to the hotel go to sleep then get up in the morning and get back home i'm, I'm typically on the earliest flight out and then I'm on the earliest flight coming back in. This this particular event was different. I was going to the airport at about noon, which is a different experience. I'm used to the hustle and bustle. And, and Columbia Metropolitan Airport is not a busy airport. It's not an airport where folks are blowing the horn at you when you're, when you're trying to park or dropping off someone for their flight. There's no... There's no uh, attendant. There's no police officer outside waving people in and out so that they can get parked. So it's a lot less stress involved. You park your car, you walk across the street, you go to TSA and you sit at the gate. There's not even a lot of opportunities to shop. I was even thinking about this earlier. Many, especially the apparel shops there's a, a pga shop that's outside of the tsa area so if you want to do that shopping or, or go into that place you need to go in there before you go through the security on the other side of security there's places to eat there's like a food court and there's two convenience stores for what i would call convenience stores now you can get a t-shirt and a hat but this is where you get your magazines and your snacks and your drinks. But there's no brand name store. There's no Johnson and Murphy. There's there's no Smoothie King. You you'll get a smoothie, but it's gonna be at the uh, Carolina uh, <laughs> Carolina Barbecue Pit. <laughs> you get you a, a barbecue smoothie, right? So very. Easy and I, and I was even when I mentioned pre-check. Hey, pre-check was clutch for me this particular week. Now, I get into Columbia Airport. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. It's not even as noisy as it typically. I, like I would suspect if you work TSA in Columbia, that's a sweet gig. I, I would like, man, that wouldn't be a bad gig. It just doesn't, doesn't seem like it's a bunch of shenanigans that happen. It's it, it 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 may have its peak hours, but 
I think they cruising, especially if you get past that morning rush. Again, I don't I, I get I'm on that first thing out. So when I'm coming to the airport, in most cases, leaving out of Columbia, it's super early. Super early. So it was a little disorienting for me to come in and it not be noisy. There's, there wasn't even really a line at the security gate. You just kind of show up, pull your ID out and keep it moving. So did that, flew into Tampa, got my rental car. I didn't have, I didn't need to be there until the next morning. So I enjoyed the ride. I wasn't in a hurry. And there was an event. There was like a speaker's event the night before. I wasn't going to make it. I wasn't going to make it. I think it was like from six to eight or, you know, it was one of those seven, six to seven. It was going to have food and be by the pool. I missed all that. I missed all that. But I ate at the hotel in the room, room service. And it was outstanding. This was, this was, uh, it was a Korean fried chicken, I believe I had. It was, oh, delicious. Absolutely delicious. Now, here was where the stress comes in. So my presentation is at 11. I do an hour presentation at 11. At the end of my presentation, the host comes. He asks a few questions. We do Q&A. Then I'm on a speaker's panel. So the speaker's panel in the schedules from when I finish my speech to 1230. The 1230 was the hard stop time. We did the speakers panel. We ended right at about 1230. Now, I have a flight that Wednesday. I'm flying out Wednesday. It's a 40-minute drive from Clearwater, where I'm located, back to Tampa. And it's in the middle of the day. So there's trolleys, people, there's pedestrians. Like yesterday, smooth sailing, wasn't a lot of issues, no concerns. Now, I think my flight boards, and I'm, I'm always looking at the boarding time because I like, I don't know what type of traveler you are. And I have some, I've had a conversation with a, a cousin of mine. He's the kind of person that wants to get, he wants to be at the gate right before they board. Like he wants to be walking up as they are saying, uh, military, active duty military, or those of you that need extended time. Like, I'm not that guy. I need to be there 30 minutes prior. I need to have a seat. I need to go to the bathroom. I need to start charging my phone. I, I like to be settled before the process. If I'm walking up during the process, that's a little unnerving to me, right? So, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm getting in the car. I take a couple pictures. I shake a couple of hands. And I'm I'm disengaging to get in the car because my flight board's at 210. It's a 40-minute drive. And I have a rental car. So I'm playing gas station roulette because I don't prepay for, for gas most cases. In the future, if I'm in the Northeast and it's below zero degrees, I'm prepaying for gas. But in this scenario, I just drove to the hotel. I didn't go anywhere after the hotel and I was going to drive back. 
so I may spend, and, and if I can remember, because I, you know, I figured out I may have spent ten dollars in gas, and, and I think that's I don't even think I spent that. I think I may have spent like seven dollars in gas. But I'm playing gas station roulette because I'm of the opinion it's very rare that you find gas stations that are close to the airport. I don't know if they have some type of contract with the rental car area. You cannot have a gas station right by the airport. Now, and especially at Tampa, there was, you come out of the airport and I think you're pretty much immediately on the interstate and I'm avoiding those tolls. So I'm, I'm a, I have toll avoidance on my app. Now that often takes you directly into a more scenic route, a rural route. But I think in Tampa, they, they put you right on the interstate. So it wasn't like I was driving and I saw a plaza that had subway and a, 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 a bait and tackle shop, or just some regular mom and pop situation. I went out of the airport right on the interstate. So that's about a 10 minute, 10 to 15 minute drive. And then I started, you know, getting close to uh, clear water, which again was 40 miles. So I'm noticing when I get into clear water the night before, there wasn't a lot of gas stations from when I left the airport and probably until I got into St. Pete, which was about 15, 20 minutes. So I'm in there and I'm noticing that there's a, a there's a, a couple gas stations when you first get off the exit and you get into the city. But as you get deep into the city, you see the Chipotle's and the Burger Kings and all those things. But I'm trying to remember, okay, what's the last gas station I need to get? Pull, you know, get gas from before I make this trek of 15 to 20 minutes where I didn't readily saw, see a gas station. Now, I could have got off an exit and went and did some scavenger hunt, but didn't have a lot of time. Had a lot of time. So I, I get the gas station, I get the gas, and I'm on my way. And again, the, 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 the stress tax becomes so you get to. The return. You, so you got to figure out where's where's the rental car return. So there's the long-term parking, short-term. So there's arrows. Sometimes the signage isn't the best. But I think Tampa had a great signage situation. So I got the car where it was supposed to be. But then you're looking at the gas hand. You're hoping that, hey, man, be on that F. Don't get over here into these other folks' business. You stay over there where you're supposed to be. So you park. Gather your stuff, and somebody comes around and asks you how stuff, how you travel, how was the car, all that. So from there, you got to navigate <laughs> from the rental car service center or the center, which I'm starting to realize, like unlike CAE, you just go downstairs. There's a rental car spot downstairs. You walk across the street, you get your car, you go. Not at bigger airports. Bigger airports, the rental car spot, you got to get a shuttle, you got to get a train. And to go over there. So that was the case at Tampa. You had to get the train to the rental a rental car center. Then you had to get a train over to the terminal. So I'm I'm evaluating. I think I parked my car in the rental car center at about 
135. So I'm, I'm basically, I give myself 20 minutes. So I give us 20 minutes, I can get through whatever security, whatever amount of time that it takes to get to the gate. And we're rolling. So I get to the rental car thing. I go to to the shuttle that takes you to the other train and the train that takes you to the terminal. Now you got to figure out where's the Delta section and the gates and the TSA. So I'm scrambling. And I think I made it with enough time to kind of slip into the Delta Sky Lounge. I slipped into the Delta Sky Lounge, got a little snack because I'm starving. Didn't eat lunch, left at lunch. But I walked up to the gate with about four minutes to spare. So I get there at like 2.06. No issues. No, that all my stress was in just making it from the hotel, from the convention center to the actual gate. So that, 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 the stress in that area, and there, there were trolleys, there were things imp- impeding traffic. It was some, some stress. And the thing about the stress tax, you go, you don't know how much you're going to pay, but you're going to pay. You're going to pay. This is a great example. As I look at my time, I'm still, I'm not even close to finished on the road. I think this is a on the road again episode. Well, at this point, I'm going to give you the best advice ever. This is a good spot to add the best advice ever. Then I'm going to come back on the other end and finish on the road again. So the best advice ever that I'll share with you today is, what you say and what people hear often are not the same thing. I'm learning that. I text that to my wife the other day when I did my presentation about humor and I and someone put notes up. There were a couple of notes. I was like, I didn't really say that like that. So realize that as just a human, practice the art of effective communication. Really work hard to be clear in what you are communicating. And I'm, I see it. I see it when I someone sends a text. I don't read the entire, I, I just kind of read what stands out to me. And, and that's not, I didn't read what they sent. I read what I thought I saw. And Similar to what I I shared with the best advice ever, what you say and what people hear often doesn't sync up. So make sure that you're being deliberate about being clear in your communication. All right, back to on the road again. Now, so that's Tampa. I get back Wednesday night, I guess. Yeah, these days, these days merge together. So yeah, I get back at some point Wednesday. Now, my event, I have, I have a keynote that I'm doing on Saturday in Houston. I'm going up at 145. So now I, I have a, a dilemma. Do I go the Friday before and then fly back that Saturday? Or do I go Saturday and fly back Sunday? So as I'm looking at the options... I think there was I think the the price of the Saturday and Sunday ticket may have been more uh it may have been better for my budget than than the if I would have went Friday and tried to come back Saturday and even the times I don't I don't know if everything synced up well cuz I hate coming into let's say I think 
one of the flights out of Atlanta to to Hobby, which is in Houston, is a nine o'clock flight. So I, I don't like getting places after 10 o'clock at night and getting a rental car and getting to the hotel. If I can, if I can, if I can help it, I want to, you know, try to make it into a city by seven with enough time to get some dinner, get some, you know, have a little daylight. I don't, I don't want to just be the night, the night rider. Right. So I ended up saying, okay, if I leave Saturday morning, I'll get into, I get into, from the initial, I'll get into Houston at 10. I don't speak till 145. From 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 10 o'clock in the morning to 1 o'clock, that should give me enough time. Because Houston's a big city. To navigate traffic, do all I need to do, get there. So what I did this time, I did something that I really hate to do. Not a fan of it at all. I hate traveling in the clothes that I'm going to present in. I just I had to do that Saturday because my thought was I'll get into I'll get into the airport by the time I get my rental car it's about 11. I'm thinking it's probably an hour to get from the airport to wherever I'm supposed to be speaking. There's not enough time to go to the hotel. Maybe they'll let me early check in. You, you know some of that stuff is so I go to the hotel, I get changed. It's, it's just too much. So I just said, hey, man, I'll just I'll just get my stuff, have my stuff on, minus the bow tie. I wasn't traveling with bow ties. I had on some sneakers. I had on my suit, my shirt, some sneakers, no bow tie, right? Oh, my goodness. The stress tax started. So high. So high. So I get to the airport Saturday morning. And there's storms in Atlanta that's causing ground, all, all the air, all, all flights to be grounded. So now this is where the stress happens, and you don't know if it's real stress or it's perceived stress. Because what happens automatically sometimes they delayed the, you know, we own the flight and the flight's delayed, and we will. I think I'll make this a two-parter because there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack in Houston. So I'm going to end on this one. We're, we're going to do a bonus podcast. I'm going to give you 30, but then I'm going to drop another. So we're going to do part two of the best advice ever podcast. But the second part will not be advice. The second part will be the end this Houston story. And I'll just do the standard, the standard. Someone sent in a question. I do have that. Ask the bow tie and the mind of Mike. So we're going to end this episode just to make this time. And then we'll do another, drop another one. Maybe the same day. Maybe later in the week. I'll get with, I'll get with Jeremy and we'll figure that part out. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. <laughs> This is very strange. It's a very strange way to do the podcast, but this is the podcast. It's organic. This is what I'm out here doing. This is me trying to provide some levity to your in your day, whether it's your workout, your drive, whatever. But I'm telling you, this Houston part is very you you want to listen to it because it's some tomfoolery that's taking place. Well, thank y'all so much. Please subscribe, like, follow, share, all the things. Tell people about it. 
uh, let me know again if you want to talk to me you have questions you have uh, something that you would like to share about how the podcast has been helpful to you ideas that you were like man i really enjoy when you did this just send those in at info at comedian mike again that's info at comedian mike thank y'all so much for tuning in for the first part of this week's podcast episode it's your boy mike good peace <laughs>